0: Oh, Angie and Jackie, sitting in a tree, K-I-S-S-I-N-G First came love, then came marriage, then came the baby and the How are we gonna have a Step baby? Step one, fight and That guy, or this guy? Well, he works at a law firm Step two, you gotta stick it in you IUI, IVF, WCF three, obsess a lot I'm going to pee on this stick and I'm going to watch
1: the clock. Step four, repeat the first three. I
0: can't wait until we have a baby. The Baby Mamas Podcast. Hey everybody, I bet you missed us. We've been gone for so long, but this is episode 34 of the Baby Mamas Podcast.
1: And conveniently, you will be 34 weeks pregnant tomorrow. And conveniently,
0: (laughs) guess what happened one year ago today? I think it was today anyway if not within the past couple days.
1: One year ago, our first podcast? Yes.
0: Really? Yeah. Damn. I I literally just remembered that, like right now. How did you remember? Because I noted it, because I knew it was coming up. So I was kind of expecting it, but I totally forgot until right now.
1: Yeah, well, so one year ago. That's not bad. I mean, we definitely haven't been doing one a week. No. <laughs> but that that's fine. Crazy. I think you guys would get sick of us if we were doing one every week.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, one year ago. Awesome. Congrats, us.
1: Yay, baby mamas. Mm-hmm. This has made me feel like I don't need to, like, do a baby book or anything. <laughs> what, the podcast? Yeah. Why? Because the baby can just listen to this
0: yeah but there's some things that maybe the baby shouldn't listen to yeah and maybe we should wait and be like yeah you can listen to the podcast when you're 18 yeah because I do reference like my vagina a lot and
1: yeah but how can we really stop them
0: um don't tell them about it
1: okay yeah (laughs) I guess that's that's a thing yeah Mm. maybe it's a little too behind the curtain for a kid
0: Behind the meat curtain, <laughs> 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 ew, ew. So we didn't record because we went on vacation. We yeah. went up to the Okanagan, which is like the hot lake wine country of BC, and it was really nice. It was a good time to relax. We rented a cabin with some of our friends and just chilled out. Basically,
1: went chilled out, got rained on, got drunk. Got sunburnt. Got sunburnt. Got rained on. Got rained on some more. Yeah. Went in the water for three seconds. Did you get drunk? Um, not like wasted or anything. I mean, we're adults. <laughs> um, but I definitely was drinking on the daily. I like, though, that you had to remind me and one of our other friends, like, hey, why aren't you guys drinking It. And we were like, all oh, right, it's three o'clock. Yeah, because I was thinking, I was like, what would I be doing differently if I weren't pregnant? And I was like, drinking. And then
0: I looked around, I was like, no one else is, no one's drinking. They should be drinking. <laughs> Come on, guys that was basically it yeah it was nice to be able to like go with people that like things were chill and you could just like be i could go and lie down and they wouldn't be like what's wrong with angie is she okay is she like mad at us
1: yeah everybody was very chill and it was also the kind of like people that you can just sit you know we could all just like be reading in the same room and nobody would be like guys why are we like talking and hanging out yeah you know like everyone was very much like looking for relaxation it did not feel long enough no. I wish we had had the cabin longer.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: However, I also wish there had been a fire pit. Oh, the fire pit. Ugh. It was like a daily lamentation because this place that we rented showed that they had a fire pit. And then by the time we get there, there's no fire pit. And we're like, what's the D? What's the D? Where the fuck's the fire pit? <laughs> and then apparently there's a recent fire ban on the property. However, people on either side of us had fires. So we were a little... Yeah, that was totally just bullshit. Well, there's something really like, I don't know what it is, but there's something very special about sitting around a fire.
0: Yeah, because you can't have fires in Vancouver on like beaches or really anywhere. So you have to get out of the city if you want to have a genuine fire.
1: However, the end of the trip, my beautiful wife's hormones just took over her entire body and Angie was no longer there. It was just (laughs) hormono.
0: Yeah, we left the cabin and then we went to go and stay with some friends at their place in the city nearby. And my hormones basically said, you don't want to be here. You want to go home. And your options are crying about it or throwing a childlike tantrum
1: or shutting down and not existing as a human being. And guess which one she chose? Not the tantrum. No, she did cry one time twice two times (laughs) but mostly she just shut down completely and we would be like hanging out and she was just like on her phone the whole time and I was like hey what are you doing and then she would just disappear and go to bed or just be in the bedroom and then I would go check on her and she'd be like crying it was that part was not fun but there wasn't anything else I could do like there was
0: those were the only options that I was like genuinely given and that's why I was crying it was because like
1: you felt helpless to change how you felt And to try and just be like, okay, we're still in the Okanagan. It's still really hot. It's still really nice. We're going to go be on the lake and have barbecues and stuff. Anyways, so it was a really fun trip. We had a good time. It was good downtime. Were you
0: upset about my hormone
1: issues? I mean, I wasn't mad at you, but I was disappointed that that was happening. It was pretty crappy timing. Yeah. We only have one, two, I guess. (laughs) Two vacations this year, one being this one to the Okanagan, and the other one being going to Australia. I hope that doesn't happen in Australia, but the baby will be out, so it will be a whole other set of home runs.
0: It might happen in Australia. I might have postpartum. Who knows?
1: It's true, and I'm fully prepared for that, but like, I don't really have any expectations of you in Australia, really, just to be there. Yeah. And to like do our best with momming momming our little baby but yeah not much has been going on i mean we've been enjoying our downtime which we both really needed i think and there's also something really nice about just getting out of the city i love vancouver it's a great city it makes me happy to live here but sometimes you need a little something different like being on a lake yeah with a dog with the cutest dog on the planet oh my god
0: i read an article saying that like a lot of people are suddenly walking their dogs that normally get ignored because of Pokemon Go. All These dogs are (laughs) (laughs) overly exhausted now because people are like, oh, I'm like a lazy piece of shit who suddenly cares about walking.
1: I don't actually care about walking. I just want to go outside and find some Pokemons.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Is that how you pluralize it? Pokemons? I think so. I don't know. I'm so oblivious to this shit.
0: I don't know either. I just downloaded it because I'm I'm a
1: a sheep sheep for that kind <laughs> of oh this is a big thing okay that's weird because that's the opposite of how you normally are normally you're like oh everybody's into it fuck it i'm not gonna do it because i'm way too cool for that shit
0: usually but when it comes to like games like yeah. video games i'm like yeah i'll do that but like tv shows and shit movies like, no. yeah. although i heard that stranger things on netflix is really good, and I'm interested in that.
1: Oh, my God. Do you want to watch a new show? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Is there something wrong with you? No. Because you never want to watch new shows. (laughs) Even if it's an old show that everybody knows is amazing, you still won't watch it, like The Wire or like uh, Breaking Bad or like The Sopranos, although you just recently agreed to watch it with me, which is very exciting, although it was right after I started watching it on my own.
0: I'll never watch Breaking Bad. Just saying. Putting that out there in the world. But why? Why? no interest whatsoever i have like a repulsion to it
1: it's but it's just like any other story it's a story about a person that has like a ton of struggles his happens to involve his solution it's it's like fascinating yeah it's not promoting it's if anything it's showing what a fucking terrible decision it is to be a drug maker cooker of meth
0: i still think it allows like youth and stuff to idolize that way of life i don't think so I do. I saw it, like, firsthand when I used to work at Detox. They were... They loved the shit out of that show.
1: When Well, then they're dumber than the average person. Because <laughs> if you watch that show, it shows you how fucking awful it is. The minute you think you're doing okay and you get some success, something happens. Somebody comes after you. You have to, like, hide from the government. Like, it's it's not... it To me, it didn't make that lifestyle look fun. It made it look really friggin stressful and it also like ruins every relationship he has
0: well i don't know
1: so if kids are seeing that and thinking yeah how awesome is that then they're really really no well
0: there's like a certain aspect of kids that are in that situation that are already sort of attracted to that kind of like high drama lifestyle
1: or who already have it whether they're attracted to it or not that's just what their family's like yeah
0: so it's i know but
1: i i really what i'm saying is that i don't think the show is going to make anyone be a meth addict who wasn't already
0: no i don't think that either but i'm just saying i just have no interest because like the, i would just watch these meth addicted kids sit there and watch it, this show and like talk about it all day and i was just like no i think i just associate mm. it with
1: yeah i mean i get that yeah anyway
0: This isn't the Breaking Bad podcast.
1: No, it isn't. This is the
0: Breaking Mamas podcast.
1: Breaking Mamas.
0: Um, (sighs) Back to my hormones. What was I going to say?
1: That they're whores.
0: My hormones. Um, It is kind
1: of amazing that you can have something happening in your body and have zero control. Like, she, for real, could not, like, pull herself out of this, like, funk. I felt bad because I didn't know how to... Fix it or help, and I also didn't want to like sacrifice, you know, having fun on my vacation as well. So it was it was really tough. Yeah, I definitely understood when like I know my friends are like, oh, pregnancy
0: hormones brutal, or when they're pregnant, I've seen them or talked to them, and they've done like kind of crazy things, and I'm like, whoa, what's the fuck is up with you? What's the fuck? What's the fuck is up with you? And I like that. (laughs) I got it because I just had no fucking control, and I was embarrassed yeah I was embarrassing myself and I w- that was adding to
1: it as well but you know I think that. I think that what makes that worse is not acknowledging it do you know what I mean like it was this very secretive thing where like you'd be very quiet and then you'd disappear to the bedroom and I'd go talk to you for a while and try and talk you down and you'd be crying and I'd be like it's okay it's okay and this when I was crying your hands, I was you're like, really fine. going like I just want to go home yeah <laughs> And then I would have to go back out and tell my, like, friends, like, oh, Angie's just tired. She's just really pregnant. She's got some pretty crazy hormones. I feel like in that situation, the easiest thing is to say, like, sorry, guys, I'm feeling really angry for no reason. It's totally hormones, but I'm just going to peace out. Like, instead of doing the hiding shameful thing, like, just fucking tell everybody how you're feeling. Nobody can fault you for it. You're pregnant. It's not like you're choosing to be bitchy. Do you know what I mean? And that was, like, what I found a little a bit of a struggle is that i was trying to kind of like be this bridge because my friends were kind of like is everything okay like have we done can we do something to help and like i was like no (laughs) can you make her not pregnant anymore
0: i think it's because they were your friends and i didn't necessarily feel comfortable i think that if it it was your friends you would my friends i would have been like fuck all y'all yeah whatever yeah Um,
1: and it also we are also around people we didn't know as well Which makes it, I think anytime you're feeling like that, it makes it a lot worse. Yes. Because then you're like, I'm trying to be this person that like seems like they have their shit together, but instead I'm just like this angry moppy mess and I can't make small talk. So I felt like I was on like hyper, like I was overcompensating probably for you. So I was trying to be extra personable and extra nice and like. Yeah, yeah, and any time that I did it was a little exhausting.
0: did engage in the conversation, which was like twice <laughs> in two days or something, yeah. it felt like so much work to try and like speak
1: to like be like. And I feel like in that situation, like when you feel that spent, that incapable of being social, I'd rather. And I think most people would agree with me. It's better to just go and lay down or be by yourself if that's what you need than sit in a group of people being on your phone the whole time because it just looks really rude. Yeah. And I understand you were coping as well as you could in that moment, but I just think the, like, optics of that is, like, really fucking rude. It's, like, that thing where – and, I mean, it is kind of an ongoing reminder that I give to you that when there's people around, we should probably not be staring at our phones – And Yeah, it's a
0: bad habit. I mean everyone So I think
1: like it it kind of pissed me off when that was happening but I was like, Okay, she's not having a good time. So I was trying to remind myself that you weren't trying to be rude, but yeah. It was just it was not it was not ideal. But you know, how can you predict what's gonna happen when you've never been pregnant before? You have no idea what it's gonna feel like and what being four hours away from home will do to you.
0: So that was the end of our trip, but most of it was really, really good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, And we got to go paddleboarding for the first time, which was so cool. Mm -hmm. It was really fun. It was really hard. I managed
0: to do it cross-legged sitting on the board. I couldn't... I'm at this place now where it feels like most of the time someone in the middle of the night has come and kicked me in my pelvic bone 700 times with like a steel
1: boot. She's got a sore vagina, folks.
0: Yes. So there's some positions that are like wide leg positions, I don't know, like opening your legs. That's really uncomfortable and hurts a lot. So I couldn't sit with my legs over the paddle board.
1: Like over the sides. Yeah, yeah. I had to
0: sit cross-legged, which was uncomfortable for my belly. So I couldn't do it for too long, but
1: yeah. it was fun. Yeah, and I and she was we were paddling together, and she was afraid that I was. I stood up, and she was like, you're going to fall on me. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll just sit back down. It was pretty – it was hard to balance. Um, but I'd like to do it again. I did it just like kneeling – I was like up on my knees though, so yeah. it was still a workout.
0: Yeah, I'd like to try it again. Maybe we can do it in Australia. I don't know if they do it there. Maybe it's too wavy.
1: Hmm. Huh. Yeah, you definitely need calm water for it. but I'm sure they have areas of that in Australia.
0: Speaking of Australia, we watched that Gaby baby movie. Gaby babies. It's the like, Australian documentary about gay families.
1: It was. Uh, it was. What interesting. would you give it? Out of ten. Thumbs out of ten. I would give it like a 7.5, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, like it wasn't amazing, but it was just I think the whole point of it and it's it's different too cuz it's Australian, so they have a different point of view than us. Like gay marriage has been legal here for a very long time and that's a big part of what the documentary is kind of geared at is like, "Hey, look, Australia, you're also afraid of gay marriage, but like look at us. We're just regular families with regular problems."
0: Yeah, it was kind of like a slice-of-life documentary. I thought it would be more in-depth, but it wasn't. Yeah, I thought
1: it would have more of a point of view, but it really didn't. There was no voiceovers. It was just like, this is happening. This is what's happening in this family's life. This is what's happening in this family's life. And, I mean, there was some discriminatory stuff, and there was some stuff that seemed really challenging for the families, but mostly it was just like, here's some families. They just happen to have gay parents. Yeah.
0: And one of the things that I thought was like, interesting was that they kind of they lumped in kids from a straight couple who had divorced and then the mom had chosen to be with women not chosen and not chosen whatever is now with women and then taking
1: that as like an in as angie's trying to say <laughs> that she believes that there's a difference between people in our situation when there's no father there's just a donor and two moms and there's never been any other parents versus kids who have had sort of like a straight family life still have a dad still have their mom but then have a you know step parents as well and so it's a different way of interacting with having gay parents it's true but it's still thank you jackie you're welcome (laughs) like i get what you're saying but i think the point is that it doesn't matter the point is that they're trying to show that, like, the kids are fine. Their kids are just like a- any other kids, no matter what their family structure is. So parents who have had gay kids, parents who have adopted – not gay kids, sorry. Gay parents who have always been gay, and it's just been the two of them, and they have kids like us, or parents who adopted their kids. Like, there was a two gay men who had um, two sons that they had adopted, and the sons were, like, quite – at least one of them was like quite high needs. And anyway, you can imagine the struggles. But there's like lots of different family structures. And I don't think there's one that's like more special or more difficult or more anything than the other, you know? No, what
0: I mean? but I still just think it's kind of different.
1: But what's the point in pointing that out, I guess, is my question.
0: Because I think for the child, and I don't, I'm totally making an assumption because I'm not from this situation, but you can kind of remove yourself when it's like, Something that your parents have done, and you can you can still be like these are. This is my mom and my dad. Oh yeah, and my mom also has a partner and she's female, or my dad also has a partner and he's male. It's not that I was born and raised in this situation, and I yeah. don't know anything different.
1: No, I I agree. I think the same thing would be true for like a, adoptive gay parents, or um. Yeah. I get what you mean. You can. It's it's harder to associate yourself from
0: you have a step parent situation yeah and so don't you think that that's just different from your nuclear family that you like
1: grew up in yeah of course of course but that's like that's just another level of, of like difficulty or challenge is like a blended family yeah so
0: I just see it as being different you just
1: only want people to talk about families that are just like ours I do because I feel like I feel like there's some unique struggles that our kids will have that kids that come from a yeah because I like want to know won't. what it's
0: like for kids who don't know their donor and maybe never will know their donor or struggle like well I do think they that's a totally that?
1: that's just a totally different documentary.
0: Well, yeah, Miguel. So that's is. what I want to see. I want to see that documentary. Okay. But there was one. There was was there one kid who was from a donor in that there was because he was talking about it at the beginning he's like a man and a woman need sperm and eggs to have a baby and oh yeah the kid that liked wrestling yeah 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 so he was from a donor but then they never talked about it like i wanted to see them have a conversation with the kid about it
1: yeah that's just not what that documentary was about i think i'm sure there are documentaries about that we just don't know what they are yet so if you know What any of those documentaries that are more about the donor insemination process and parenting as queer folks, that would be really cool. And there was one interesting thing that... Feel free to tell us (laughs) on Facebook or send us a private message or email us. There was one part of the
0: documentary that was interesting. One of the moms her son was kind of questioning his religion but the mom was catholic and was kind of pushing him to continue
1: going to church and, and this is a woman who had been with her husband and then like they divorced when she met a woman and she was like oh my god i'm gay really yeah. oh my god <laughs> but she's full on catholic and is like and her son was like 9 he was so sweet and thoughtful and she's like asking him to go and talk to the the priest Priest and like go have conversations whatever and he basically comes to the conclusion that like it's stupid because it's telling him that his moms are bad people yeah and he even says to his mom like why don't you want to go to a church that's accepting of you and then like the priest says to him like well it's okay that you know we have difference a difference of opinions about what you know what god says about gay people and he still love your mom yeah, and, you know, love the sin, love the sinner, hate the sin. Yeah. Barf. But the kid in the end is sort of like, yeah, I think we're just going to have to agree to disagree. And then the family stops going to church. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I just thought, like, wow, what kind of a fucked up message is that to your kid? I want you to believe this thing that keeps telling you that I'm a horrible person for who I am and who I love. Yeah, it was odd. It was, it was really very odd. odd. Yeah, it was very odd. But that family was also very... I think that's, like, that, that place that a lot of queer people get stuck when they're, like, trying to transition from being in a straight life to being in a queer life is that... If they're religious? If they're religious especially or if they're conservative. It's, like, trying to assimilate or keep that assimilation into this, like, culture, this, like, community that you're in. But, like, there's this, like, cognitive dissonance for quite a while and eventually I think a lot of people will just kind of realize that like there's a shift now the shift is in me and i no longer fit with these people because they think that there's something fundamentally wrong with me just because i realized who i that i actually love people of the same sex so i think a lot of people kind of go through this transitional phase and maybe that was part of it but but they were also very active in like the pro gay marriage movement and were having like they were chosen somehow to like have dinner with the prime minister there yeah, or like to, to like talk to them about whatever. gay marriage and show that, like, and I think that's part of it too. Like, see, we can, we're just as good as you guys. We can still be Catholic and everything. And it's like, yeah, if you want. Mm-hmm. Catholic is very extreme. Like, go United, go Alliance, go like.
0: Just go something where they're like, come, be yourself. Non
1: denominational. <laughs> so, Ange just had a giant poop. <laughs> hey. And she feels better now.
0: I have to say, my poos have been quite large since
1: I got pregnant. It's amazing. As have your meals. Where do they come from? Actually, your meals aren't big. There's just way more of them.
0: Yeah, maybe that's it.
1: You eat a lot more now. I don't think you quite realize that you eat a lot more. Yeah. Eating for two. It really
0: annoys me at work. People always comment on my food. And I don't oh, think Oh, this is it's the first acceptable. time you've ever
1: mentioned that. I, I never realized that bothered you. <laughs> It yeah. is it, there's something about pregnancy that makes everyone feel like they can talk about it. Yeah. And talk about you like you're not there or talk about your body. I read an article about performing pregnancy that I thought was
0: interesting. Our society kind of I don't know if it's our society or if it's just women or just some women
1: or what, but No, I think it's like society as a whole, media has a lot to do with it. But I think it, like, expects women to do certain things. Like, okay, you have to put out your bumpies. It's time to hashtag blessed. Mm -hmm. You know, like. Talk about how
0: amazing things are. And I'm not saying, like, that I'm not doing that. I mean, we have a podcast solely
1: about being pregnant. Yeah, but this is different. Like, um, I don't think this is a performance. Uh, It doesn't feel like a performance to me. For us, this is just, like, the whole point is that there's not a lot of real information about what it's like for a queer couple to get pregnant and have a baby. Yeah. So the point of this is very different than the the point of, like, all those stupid, like, hashtag blast. Mm, I'm making a human. What are you doing today? That's exciting. Yeah. And the
0: article mentioned about how saying stuff like that, like, my superhuman power is making a baby. What's yours? And, oh, yeah. What did you do? You went to work. I went to work and grew an ear or whatever the hell they're saying. It's like. hmm. Do you know how much that makes people who are infertile feel Um, terrible?
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know that that's the only thing, but it's also just this idea that, like, well, you know what really says it all. Y'all should just go listen to Garfunkel and Oates' song, Pregnant Women Are Smug. (laughs)
0: I feel like those two things are related at all. It's not like one or the other. No, 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 no. As long as it's healthy. Hmm. I can't wait to hear someone say don't care if it's brain dead, don't care if it's a limbless, if it has a penis. Cause pregnant women are smug. Everyone knows it. Nobody says it because they're pregnant. This end world you're enjoying makes you really annoying. So, is it a boy or a girl? Oh, we know, but we're not telling. What are you going to name it? Oh, we know, but we're not telling. Who's the father? Oh, we know, but we're not telling. Bitch, I don't really care. I was being polite now, since you have no light, now, that you're pregnant. You say you're walking on air. You think that you're glowing, but you had been hoeing, and now you're pregnant. You're just giving birth now. You're not Mother Earth now Pregnant women are smug Everyone knows it, nobody says it Because they're pregnant F son of a gun You think you're so deep now You give me the creeps now
1: Know that you're pregnant. Because they fucking are. I mean, you haven't been, but most pregnant women are just smug. Yeah. I don't even like it when people are
0: smug on my behalf. Um, it's very... not condescending. What's the other word? Smug. Smug. But there's another word that begins with C. Kind of like obnoxious.
1: Cunty? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Cunty. <laughs> it's cunty. Totally super cunty. Um, and you know, it's funny because I, I feel like because we have this podcast we're not really pushed to do a lot of the like i mean you've taken like bump pictures but you're just sort of like look at where i am this is what i look like
0: yeah i'm not like putting out there like 34 weeks baby's the size of a cantaloupe and weighs four pounds
1: yeah no i only She's do gonna that be
0: a soccer player because i can feel her kicking every
1: four hours or whatever yeah we only do that to like in a private group with my family <laughs> yeah But that's, like, just, like, hey, look, this is cool. This is something that's, like, very intimately important to you because you're our family, and we're sharing this together, as opposed to I'm going to share this whole experience, every single thought, every single feeling, like we're doing right now, with the whole world on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Like, this is different. (laughs) We're not as bad as those other fake (laughs) pregnant people.
0: Um, I'm not saying that it's necessarily bad. The only thing that the article reminded me of is, like, then you're putting it You're kind of putting it in the face of people who are struggling.
1: That, and the fact that, like, not everybody wants to be given, or not everybody wants that attention. And, like, the article starts with this feminist. um, Let's see if I can say her name. Her name is Chimamanda... (laughs) Nope. Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. She's a feminist and an author, and she basically was just, like, doing an interview with, like, a financial with the Financial Times, which is like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm not having wine because I'm breastfeeding. And nobody knew she had had a baby because she didn't put it all over Facebook. And she was just like, you know, I just don't want to engage with that whole rhetoric about like, oh, I'm so tired. I've got to eat a lot, eating for two. Like all these like tropes that come along with being pregnant. This It's like this very specific performance. Like that really is the word mm-hmm. that you're expected to 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 put on for the world. And i wonder what that's about is it because we can't accept that it's something that happens or is it because we like put so much importance on it or is it because we just want we're all like horrible attention-seeking whores like what is (laughs) where does it come from you know
0: yeah and if you're not doing that are you then being judged that like you're you don't you're not going to be attached to your baby and you don't care i
1: don't know it's interesting so she said um uh, i have friends who probably don't know i was pregnant Or that I had a baby. I just feel like we live in an age where when women are supposed to perform pregnancy, we don't expect fathers to perform fatherhood. And with that, she dropped the subject. Our author goes on to say that like, Um, there's a double standard among men and women when it comes to showing off during both pregnancy and parenthood in terms of societal expectations, but I feel that this is something universally true that Adichie concisely outlined in a single sentence. Sure, those people who perform online, particularly during pregnancy, are free to do so and should make that choice for themselves, but that's not necessarily what Adichie is referring to. She's saying that sometimes ravenous expectation for performance, especially among women, might not benefit everyone for a lot of reasons. Men will never be expected to perform as much as women in this way. After all, men don't carry the baby, deliver the baby, or breastfeed the baby. Men's roles have been downplayed as less important, so therefore people are less intrusive and judgmental towards men. It's women who field questions from people in the supermarket and women who are required to be at every doctor appointment and women who will get judged by peers and strangers alike after having the baby no no matter how they choose to parent. Perhaps this anticipated judgment can intensify a woman's urge to perform on social media where she feels she has some control over her image or message and can show off her friends and family. Maybe she can't stop the rude stranger in the checkout aisle from telling her she looks like she's ready to give birth any day now when she's only six months along, but she can certainly take a weekly flattering picture, edit it, and show off her baby bump to friends on Facebook with the inevitable promise of dozens of likes. Not only does society create these absurd expectations but it seems to set some of us up to feel a need to perform whether we want to or not so I think that's I, I, I think that speaks to a greater problem just of how much objectification occurs of women right mm-hmm. so it's like a part of a bigger problem where women are always judged by everybody based on our appearances and based on our actions in a much more harsh and um vicious way than men ever will be
0: yeah definitely and i have noticed that people have mentioned my weight a few times yeah people that i'm not close to that shouldn't be talking about my weight they've met they've been like i guess they see it as flattering Mm -hmm. but at the same time it bothers me because i'm like stop talking about my body where they're like oh it doesn't seem like you've gained too much weight in your pregnancy or it doesn't seem like you've gained any weight in your pregnancy like you can't even tell you're pregnant from behind all this stuff and mm-hmm. i'm like that's a nice thing to say thank you i guess but at i don't the same time, it's un- not necessarily
1: trying to be nice it depends on who's saying it and how they're saying it right like i think f- i've said that to you and i'm like just surprised because you never know what you're gonna look like pregnant until it happens well it's, it's one thing for you to say it
0: but for people that aren't close to me to just like
1: comment dissect your body
0: yeah it feels weird yeah like someone yeah. being like oh you're doing pretty well like it doesn't seem like you've gained too much pre- too much weight yeah and then what do i say to that thanks then i'm like yeah i guess i've been eating really well i'm sorry to the women who aren't doing well quote unquote according to what you just said anyway
1: we are always judged on our physical appearance
0: but you wouldn't say that i don't know no one's said that to me not pregnant (laughs) doesn't seem like you've gained too much weight in the past six months
1: no but people will say like oh you look like you've lost some weight yeah Which is like the flip side of oh you've gained some weight fatty, (laughs) right? Like yeah, I think we just need to completely stop talking about our bodies. Let's pretend that we don't have bodies. We're We're just just floating floating heads. heads. (laughs) Um. So some of the stuff in the article, which I found kind of fun, was some of the examples of this like smug pregnancy performance. It's my birthday month, and I don't even care, lol. I'll be 29, but all I can think about is this tiny human I'm growing inside of me. Hashtag love my baby. Oh, my God. I remember someone telling... I
0: asked someone, like, oh, hey, have you heard the new such-and-such such album? And they had had a baby, like, eight months before, and they were like, I just don't have time to care about that kind of stuff anymore because I have a baby. So and I was like, smug. oh, my God. I remember being so upset. So I was like, you can still enjoy music, while you have a fucking baby yeah why do you have to give up all of your life just because you have a child like i'm sorry for
1: asking if you listened to a new song oh my god okay so another one hmm i'm rather productive when jason accidentally takes both sets of keys to work and leaves me stranded at home i folded two loads of laundry made a loaf of homemade bread Made Rice Krispie treats, Swiffer swept and mopped the kitchen, bathroom, dining room, and cleaned the toilet. Oh, yeah. And still had time to work on making the baby. Mm. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty obnoxious. It's like you're not the first person to have a baby and you're not going to be the last. Every single person on this earth
0: was made by someone who made a baby. Yeah. So get over your fucking self. It's not actually that unique or amazing.
1: And it's like... Also, I think there's another level of it for people like us who have to work harder to get pregnant, um, who have to pay, who have like higher stakes to get pregnant. I think for us, it's like there's so much buildup to getting pregnant that when you finally are pregnant, it's like, yes, you just want to celebrate. So I think for maybe people like us, it's a little bit more fun even to like engage in that performance or more enticing. But it is good to be mindful of the fact that like every time we do that, we're just shoving it in someone else's face that like. Oh, you can't, you can't have a baby? Mm, here you go. Or you, you, just your life went in a different direction and you never had time to have a baby, even though it's something you really wanted, or you never had a partner or whatever. There's lots of things that influence people's decision to have kids, and it's not always just what, a choice of whether you want them or not, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's good to be mindful of that. I mean, I don't think that people who are struggling with fertility expect no one to ever say anything about their pregnancies or babies. But, you know, some moderation is all right. Yeah. You don't have to post every friggin' day. (laughs) Um, So let's just read some of these other ones because they're fun. (laughs) I'm growing a tiny human today. Anyone doing anything more exciting? Oh, kill me. Or I'm making a human. What have you done today? (laughs) Winky face. (laughs) The first one has 69 likes and 45 comments. And the uh, other one has two likes. (laughs) 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 and then they just wrote quick question who likes being condescended to by their friends as they're scrolling through their Facebook feed no one I thought so that's the word I was looking for
0: condescending did I say that you did
1: say condescending (laughs) maybe to the women who post updates like this there's something charming and badass about pointing out that they were making a human while everyone who isn't pregnant is just farting into space and eating charcuterie (laughs) (laughs) but to me these updates are no different than fitness junkies bragging about running 10 miles before the sun comes up The only exception I might make would be is if this was someone's way of announcing they're pregnant. Then it'd be kind of low-key and chill. I grow humans. What's your superpower? Yeah, that's brutal. Barfity, barfity, barf, barf. When someone posts this, it sends a subtle or not so subtle message to those who can't or choose not to have babies that their womanhood is perhaps less valued, less celebrated, less empowering. A superpower is when you can walk through walls or make... (laughs) This is awesome. Or make yourself invisible or morph into a puddle like Alex Mack. <laughs> yeah, Alex Mack. Having the ability to grow. That was for you, Caitlin. Having the ability to grow and birth a baby is basic biology. It's science. It's wonderful. But it shouldn't be the defining thing that makes a woman celebrated or valued. True that.
0: Mm-hmm. That being said, I still want you to, like, wait on me 24-7 like you have been. What do you mean? For the rest of the pregnancy? Yeah. okay jackie's been doing a really good job so keep doing what i'm doing (laughs) taking care of me and giving me things and making me not
1: have to get up off the couch picking up things when you (laughs) when you drop them tucking you in at night getting you water getting you food making you food cleaning up after that food making you more food cleaning up after that food yeah doing all the cleaning
0: that's nice i had this crazy dream last night was it last night or the night before anyway where my one of my coworkers and what's her name gabore sidibay
1: gabore Sidibe, the Sidibe. whatever the chick Sidibe? From American i don't know how to say story it. yeah
0: and precious mm-hmm. really they needed my breast milk <laughs> and they were like you need to like <laughs> oh, yeah. we need to fill these baggies with breast milk and i was like but i'm not even lactating like the baby hasn't even come yet they're like just like try and get some out and so i was like okay and for some reason they needed for me to like lactate onto a plate so I was just, like, sitting there, like, squeezing my boob for so long, and all of a sudden it was, like, psh and it started spraying breast milk everywhere, and they were, like, trying to fill up these little bags off this this plate. It was so weird.
1: Yeah, but this is, but you're, all your dreams are fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Pregnancy has not changed that at all about you. I was, haven't really had any you
0: baby had, dreams. You
1: never dream. That's not true. You're like Everybody's, an empty soul. Everybody dreams. Just some of us sleep better than others and don't remember them.
0: In other news, Ginger Duggar is courting. Isn't that exciting, Jackie? No. She's the fourth oldest in the Duggar clan.
1: But only the third to court because nobody wants Jenna. She this is, is how I feel when you fucking talk about the Duggars. Ugh. This is my only outlet, okay? Go ahead. Just go ahead.
0: She's courting a soccer player who had a hard time previously in his life and got sent to jail for one night.
1: Which means he's totally not a virgin.
0: I don't think he's a virgin. He was like, talks about how he used to drink and party and stuff. I'm like, when people uh, say
1: party, they mean fuck when they're drunk, basically and high.
0: You're not a soccer player who's drinking and getting doing drugs with like a bunch of other dudes and not having sex mm-hmm. in some way with the other dudes
1: even with the other dudes i don't know do you think that would be worse than having like random sex with women to the jugger to the quiverful folk yeah totally Gay sex is worse than than yeah. unmarried sex well i mean that's obviously how the world seems to see it but yeah because if if catholics cared like they're supposed to they'd be all over the people having premarital sex in the same way they're all over people having gay sex
0: yeah, and he's a big proponent of like helping men get a hold of like lust and their their sexuality and
1: bar. He
0: volunteers with some anti homosexuality church or some shit like that.
1: Awesome. Why are Which we talking about these horrendous humans? Makes me think that he may be gay. Yes, because the only people that think it's a choice to be gay are the ones who chose not to be. <laughs> I don't know how many times the world has to fucking acknowledge this shit. All of these shitbag Republican right wing super anti-gay people they're all fucking fighting back their own homo- homosexuality yeah it's happened over and over and over and over again and yet we still think like oh there's it's weird that they care so much isn't it we hmm. not we we know we know but like the world yeah can't seem to get their heads speaking around speaking
0: of it. which what the fuck is going on with the world
1: Ugh. it's coming to an end what it feels like I feel like I need to like shut off my news apps yeah because every time I look at my phone and the CBC is telling me that there's been another mass shooting there's been another attack another stupid person got out of their car in a safari and got eaten by a lion (laughs) I (laughs) I just feel like there's so much mass murdering happening mass murdering
0: or targeted murdering of black people yeah I know and someone mentioned the other day uh, when we were at a barbecue, they were like, you know, like more people Twittered about Taylor Swift than they did about like Alton Al- Sterling or something like that. And I was like, yeah, maybe that's because that kind of shit just gets so
1: fucking heavy. And I'm not saying that it's not it's, important. I, it's also that like the Internet, like people go to Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and I don't know what else people are Snapchat um, for fun, fluffy shit, you know, yeah. like. I don't have a problem with having a lot of political stuff on my Facebook, but I think the majority of the people that are in that interacting with that stuff in a more intense way, aka younger people, they're not looking to know about all the awful shit in the world. It's too hard for them to process it. So 15-year-olds are going to be talking about Taylor Swift a million times to one over Alton Sterling or Philando Castile or any of the other people who have been murdered by police for doing nothing.
0: Yeah, because I know after the Alton Sterling shooting and it was like every single article on my Facebook, there was a point at which I was like, I need to not read any more articles because I was engaging in all of it. I was like, oh, I want to read this article. I want to read that. Oh, this thing. I want to watch that. I want to read this. And Mm -hmm. then the next day or two days after it was Philando Castee. And then it was like, hey, I need to read this and watch that. And I didn't actually watch that video because I thought it would be way too difficult. But, and then Taylor Swift comes along and gets like, (laughs) Called out by Kim Kardashian, and it's kind of like, oh, thank you. Let me, like, read this Some dumb levity. shit Some levity. for five minutes and, like, yeah. laugh at her, this little white girl who's like, Yeah, because Wah. we
1: need that shit. Because I think the thing that's different now than, like, 15 to 20 years ago is that we know about everything that's happening, and you know about it right away. This globalization of, like, media and social media especially means that everybody knows what's happening everywhere. And it's great. We can be more aware and we can do more things to try and make, make better decisions, try and like um, use our consumer power to like push towards less you know, morally bankrupt companies, et cetera, et cetera. But it also means that we have a lot more heavy shit weighing on us. And sometimes it's really hard to just sit with all that knowledge and know all these horrible things are happening and we can do our best, but we're not really gonna be able to make a big difference from Canada, in the States. While we can try and be as, as educated about it as we can, which is helpful, sometimes we need a break and we need to peace out and we need to be like, ugh, tell me more, tell me more, Kimmy, what <laughs> did that bitch Taylor Swift say? <laughs> you know, like it just, I think it's like a breath of stupid air. <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally. In a
1: really heavy airspace. And the other thing, the other thing is har- that's hard is that I don't know what all this posting is doing. Is it helping? Is it making it better? Yeah. Well, the only thing that it's done
0: for me is like, I've erased some people off my Facebook who said dumb shit.
1: That definitely tells you like what somebody believes. Yeah. I am feeling maxed out on the murdering. I just don't know what to do with the information anymore. It's just sort of like, okay, more people getting killed, more people getting killed, more people getting killed. I can't do anything about it. I feel awful about it it hurts me to know that this is happening in the world but this isn't it's not news news you know what i mean like i'm glad that we know about it but it, it's been happening forever mm-hmm. it's just more oh, more apparent now mm-hmm.
0: they say that like terrorist attacks are actually down since the 70s it's just that
1: we know about every single one yeah of them now. and they
0: get overexposed yeah. every single one and analyzed and you read 17 articles about who the attackers were and what they did and what they fucking
1: ate the night before and who well, their friends are. Well, I mean, and the are. thing that people really should, should be talking about, the thing that we can do something about is like, well, sorry, I don't want to make that sound like we can't do anything about the like disproportionate way that black people are being treated by the police. We absolutely can. But what I'm trying to say is that the thing that came up recently in social media that was just fucking atrocious was everyone going after Leslie Jones because she wa- what she was in a fucking movie. Mm-hmm. That was appallingly shocking. Like, if people didn't think racism was a thing before, look at that, just the reaction to that movie. A, obviously misogyny, obviously sexism, massively. People can't handle the fact that women are playing Ghostbusters. Oh my God, it... Hey, it's not a fucking real thing. It's a movie from the 80s. Get over it. Women can do everything men can do. That's the whole but point. But their childhoods are ruined, Jackie. These fragile beyond, men in their childhoods. I, I know. Beyond that bullshit that is like very obviously bullshit. Beyond that, you've got everyone freaking out because of just her? She's the whole problem? No, it's because she's black. Not only are women playing Ghostbusters, but a black woman. Like, what the fuck? If you didn't think that racism was a problem before, how could you not realize it is after looking at that? People were sending her videos of people being lynched. They were saying they wanted her to get raped and murdered. It was horrible. They were comparing her to a monkey, to, to King an ape, Kong. to King Kong, to fucking Harambi. Like, it was so, so messed up. Yeah. And yeah, okay. So Twitter's like, oh, we need to be better about this. Yeah, you fucking do. Sure, freedom of speech is important, but hate speech... What, she said this on, in, on, in an interview. She said freedom, freedom of speech and hate speech are two different things. You can't talk about them in the same context.
0: Yeah. It's not Twitter's fault.
1: It's not their fault, but it's their responsibility. That's the thing. Yeah. This is the problem that I think the world is in right now. We've got this like instant access to everybody. But that means you can make death threats against people. You can make horrible comments about wanting to harm people that is actually against the legal code in almost every area. But how do you police it? How do you police the internet? And I think that's the problem now is that like companies like Twitter are being forced to do that because it's their space that they're creating and they have to make it safe for everybody. But how do they do that? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, people call the police and report stuff like that and it's like, "Okay, some person tweeted at you. I don't know where they are." Yeah. There's so many ways now for people to hide their location. They could be from the like they could be anywhere in the world. So like local police departments don't have the ability to deal with that. So it just gets like passed off to the company and if they're not, you know, a company that cares about people, then you just end up with like fucking youtube where everyone's horrible troll to everyone
0: (laughs) and the the republican national convention had a red white and blue theme oh and they had this sign that said white elevator with a with an arrow pointing to the elevators and no one thought
1: hmm Hmm.
0: that's a really fucked up sign even if it doesn't mean whites only it still evokes images of the past and you should not do that
1: yeah, it's just as bad as the, like, Pokemon at, was that at Auschwitz that, like, emitted toxic gas. gas. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or Paul Ryan or Ryan Paul or whoever that governor or something is. Rand in the Paul? States. Rand Is it Paul? Rand? I don't know. I anyway, so. he's like, look at all the interns that we have for this. I don't even know who the fuck he is. But anyway, he posted this picture being like, look at all the interns we've hired for the 2016 election year or whatever. And they're...
1: All white. Is that even a little bit surprising? No.
0: I guess not, but anyway. Do you think Donald Trump is going to win? I don't know, and that's scary.
1: I don't think he is. Really? No. I hope he doesn't. The last thing I heard was that he's like 24% chance of winning. Oh, God.
0: That's pretty low
1: when Hillary's got 76. The thing is, everybody has
0: thought... That he's not going to win this whole time. He's not going to make it in the primaries.
1: Everyone thought the same thing about George W. Bush, too. I don't understand why people buy into the Republican, like, conservative rhetoric. Are they that dumb? Are they just indoctr- indoctrinated? Are they incapable? Is it because they're, like, so religious that they're incapable of critical thought so they can't realize that, like, these people are fucking awful? I just don't get it.
0: Donald Trump isn't even coming
1: across on, like,
0: He's not conservative. No, but he's not even using the God thing. I don't think I've ever heard him really talk about God. He is just lighting a fire under the, like, gross, disgusting underbelly that is the racist, misogynistic, shitty part of the states. And they're like, yes, finally someone who's speaking what I think. And And that's the scary
1: thing. He is a capitalist through and through. If he has any kind of political loyalty, it's to capitalism. Yeah. Yeah totally although i don't get it the guy has declared bankruptcy like four times you can't do that with a country <laughs> it's well it's not a thing george
0: w bush didn't didn't i His one's not the the debt cliff or whatever the fuck everyone was talking about anyway we shouldn't talk about american politics because we don't even know what it's we're talking true about. we're really bad about <laughs> <laughs> although i do find it fascinating <laughs> i'm just all i know is i'm gonna miss the obamas fuck They're the best. They're not going
1: to disappear, but they definitely won't be as in the news. Yeah. Um, Although they might be. They're pretty cool.
0: Anyway, please don't vote for Trump if you have that power. Vote for Angie and Jackie for president. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Let's not do the podcast at all. (laughs) The
1: Baby Mama's Podcast.
0: Thanks for listening to the Baby Mamas podcast. Make sure to like them on Facebook and give them a great review on iTunes. Have a good day.